Welcome to Fruiting Body Podcast with your host, Brendan. Today, we have another legend of a guest. It is Mike. Now, Mike, he is running CM Taylor. This is in Camilla. The purpose of this podcast and what you're going to learn today, and I'll explain a little bit why I'm wearing this. We're going to teach you a little bit about the scams going on in the tailor industry, especially for all you tourists out there or locals looking to buy suits. Who are the reputable suppliers you should be dealing with? We also talked about the difference in fabrics. There's a whole segment on that. So you can check out the timestamps below and you can navigate to those chapters just to let you know the difference of quality, the difference of price suits, maybe some of the questions you can ask when you're in your tailor. Because if you're like me, I have no idea. I just put all my trust, trust in Mike. Now, just to let you know who we are, Fruiting Body Podcast is a podcast on the island of Phuket, Thailand. This is probably episode 101. But more importantly, we are a medicinal mushroom company. Um, right now, it's found on Lazada. If not, you're watching this a bit later. We're also selling on our website. So we're doing things like Lion's Mane, Cordyceps, and Reishi. There's different discounts and promotions on that. Uh, we are only doing 100% fruiting body. None of that mycelium on grain garbage. Um, do not forget to like and subscribe. Hit that bell notification. And without further ado, without further ado, here is Mike. Uh, all right, Mike. Thanks for joining us today. Um, now we're gonna jump right into it. We'll explain later why I'm wearing this suit and you're looking so fancy. Uh, obviously, people have a bit of an idea of what this podcast is about. But first, just let us know, Mike, where are you from? What's your story? And how did you get to Thailand? Yeah, I am uh, originally from India. So my parents were here, so I came here. And uh, not only parents, my forefather were here. So I'm, I think I'm here, fifth generation. Which, now you're talking about your grandparents. Yeah, my grandpa grandparents were also here. So my, so my parents were here, so I came due to my parents. Do you know, wh which year did they come in? Uh, I'm not sure. Like, you're t it's got to be like early, like 1930s or like very early? Before. And which... When they came this early, um, this Indian generation, your grandparents' generation, generation yeah. why did they come? Uh, that also I don't know, but they were here, so I am here. Okay, so they were just coming for work, probably, yeah. and, and yeah, definitely, definitely. Now you, no, but you yourself were born in India. Yeah, I was born in India, but uh, I'm here from the long time. What what uh, city from India? Uh, from uh, uh, next to Delhi, UP. Okay, so up in the north, kind of. Yeah, northeast. Northeast side. Yeah. And you're born there. Your parents were already here. Could you explain that, that how that all worked? Because you're saying your grandparents were here, your yeah. parents were here, but you were born in India and then came here. How did that story come together? Yeah, my, my uh, father was working in Bangkok, a, a textile uh, company. And he worked until, I think, 2015. And 2016, he, he passed away. Okay. Yeah. Which year did you arrive? I arrived here in, uh, in 1982, just, just come for a holiday here with my father. And uh, after that, every summer vacation, I come to uh, Thailand and uh, uh, about two, three months later, then go back and study again. And you're studying? Um, in India. Which university? Gorakhpur University. Okay. And, w and what were you, were you studying to get into textile? Pardon? Were you studying to get into, you know, the textile no, business? It's, it's uh, you know, the practical things, not not uh, real study in the textile. Mm. But yeah, so the, when I came here, so I started work with the textile. Okay. Yeah. And now you're, you're, you're coming to Thailand around 1982, but just more for travel, visiting yeah, your father? Just, just visiting my father. Yeah. When did you officially move to Thailand? Yeah, I in uh, 
1989. 1989. Yeah. And did you, yeah, you come, you're a young kid at this point. You're still quite young. And I mean, you're still looking great. Don't worry, you're young. Um, <laughs> you, you came over. What was your, your plan? What were you planning to do in Thailand at that time? Yeah, before I came here and uh, looking for a job. So I, 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 I got a job in Taylor. Mm. Yeah, so I started this as my career. Yeah, so now you're starting kind of just working in the shop. So, yeah. And so just a uh, just sales, sales operator. Now you're, you're just kind of helping customers in yeah. the shop. Is this in Bangkok or what? Bangkok, where? yeah. In Bangkok. Is there a specific, is there a district in Bangkok where this is yeah, happening? It's uh, Patunam. Patunam. Patunam, yeah. And what's going on in this area? What is it famous for? What's, what's the life like there? In Patunam? Mm. Patunam is, uh, you know, the, uh, is the center for the shopping and a lot of the hotels there. So there a lot, a lot, lot tourists come there and visiting there, yeah. And how, how did you make your way down to Phuket? Phuket, I came in 2000, 2001, I think, yeah. Oh, okay. And so, to open your own shop? No, no, I came for the work. Just for the work as just well? Just for the work, yeah. And it was, it was uh, good, but after tsunami... You came after, so... No, no, before 2000, 2001, I, I came here, and then uh, after tsunami, I started my business. Oh, okay. Yeah. And is this something you started on your own? You, I mean, there's going to be a lot of risk now you don't work for someone. How did yeah. you decide to do that? Yeah, in tsunami, we don't have job to do anything, so I decided that better to open our own shop, and let's see what is going to be. And did you do that in Surin Beach or Kamala? Yeah, before I, I started from the Surin Beach. Yeah. The shop name was the Glorious Fashion. Mm. It was very nice, yeah. And how did that go? Because now you're in Kamala, and we'll talk a bit where you, you can find Mike and why he does the best suits in, in Thailand, not just Phuket. But um, why did you make the move from Surin to Kamala? No, from Surin, I moved to the Kholak, Phanga province. Ah, okay. Yeah. So I was there about uh, one and a half years, so I saw many... Plenty of the shop was opening there, so I decided to move from Kholak to Kamala again. Ah, okay. And where yeah, from? Uh, but in Kamala, I'm last 14 years. The last 14 years. Now, 14. The business is a bit better down here. It's okay. Uh, people like you going there and uh, yeah, asking for the suit. Yeah. Now you're back down in Kamala, and I want to talk a little bit about this textile industry. It's a big part of tourism in Thailand, and yeah. mess many tourists. They go into these shops and they have no idea, especially walking around in Patong. Everyone's trying to get you to try on a suit. Let's first start talking about the people on the streets that are pulling you into the shop. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. They, they, they want the customer, so they're pulling customer from the road. So the customer must understand about the prices and the quality. If the quality is good, price is not cheap. Mm. If you want the cheap quality... Uh, if you're on cheap price, so quality is not good, definitely. So must look about the quality first. These people pulling you in off the street. Now, you were telling me before the podcast, they're, they're not Indian. They're actually from Myanmar? Yeah, the, some, uh, many people right now. But before it was only in the Indians people, uh, hence the tailor shop, right? all the tailor shops. Yeah. And the material itself, where is it coming from? Is it coming from Bangkok? Is yes, it coming, coming, coming from the Bangkok. It, something is... Uh, uh, you know the offices for the wholesale ah, okay. but the material they are producing here I think this is the joint venture from the you know the <coughs> companies from the Italy or uh, UK I think 
so there are the distributor in some things so they provide us the materials okay so now kind of these uh more professional companies in that yes. sense like from Italy they're doing these joint ventures in yes. Bangkok, Bangkok to make sure the the quality is, quality is legit is good, yeah. how when someone's going in to to choose a suit um without asking you too many questions how could they prepare themselves so they know what questions to ask the person selling them the product yeah, so so they they see the uh, fabric they can check the fabric and definitely when the customer touch the fabric they can decide okay now you brought some fabric in could you show the audience um some different fabrics and yeah. and talk to us about them um what is the difference in quality um and price and just so we can understand like how to choose the suit that we would need or that makes the most sense for our budget um when when we're suit shopping in Thailand yeah so there are a lot of the quality so you can make in your budget also uh, not cheap but uh, you know the in the budget and uh, starting uh, from the low to high okay mm. so there are samples and uh, you can choose from the shop also mm. so the sales operator definitely will explain about it but i'm not sure about the other people's shop but in my shop if you go and i will show you the all the all the products what we have right now and the samples uh, we selling with the samples also because samples are new and we cannot bring all the materials to the shop at the time right yeah so we can you can choose from the samples and uh, we can order to the distributor and they can send me the fabric yeah. do do you have can you show us like different qualities and, yeah. and explain sure. that it's sure. okay you're going to push the mic come back in don't worry we'll we'll adjust you as you go um may, maybe start um maybe start with like a lower quality and explain why it's cheaper and and what is the cost maybe if you were to get a suit in this this material and maybe we'll ask some questions like what happens like you know me I I'm a young strapping young lad I'm in good shape but you know that I'm not maybe going to be using as much material as someone that might be 150 kilos um and and how maybe that can affect the price I'm assuming some guy that's twice my body weight the price of the suit must go up almost double no yeah. Okay so we're going to be if you're listening on audio Uh, okay, we're pulling see. out some okay so the first one what are we looking at so the, this is the fabric this is the in budget na? so you can uh, they can start from this one okay okay and i think okay you see this this which camera is his this one the big one right yeah this okay one. so you can direct it to this big 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 uh, camera here if you want to show the audience okay so this fabric here it's uh like a, a purple maroon um what is so this fabric th th there are a lot of the colors so the fabric is the blended fabric Okay what and, does that mean? Uh blended is the mixture you know the cashmere and the silk and maybe other also two three blends in this one so you can uh, use in asia also and uh, all around the weather you can use this kind of the fabric. Okay so uh, around the globe now what fabric should people be using if they want to wear the suit in Thailand and that's obviously what I'm wearing because I'm going to a wedding in Bangkok. Yes yeah, so in asia so you need a blended fabric so this is the mixture of the cashmere wool and some silk or some other also okay yeah <clears throat> so but but for the european people is a mo mostly and the must be cashmere uh, wool okay It do you have an example of if yeah. people coming from um let's say colder parts in europe maybe the uk um what type of product are you going to maybe show them you see this is the this is the 100% okay so you show that up to this camera 
So now we're looking at this is 100% cotton? No, no, 100% cashmere all this. 100% one. cashmere. Yeah, this is expensive but very good. And so this so is because that you need it's it's something that's going to keep you a bit warmer in that climate. Yeah, if if you are wearing in Europe so much be in this this kind of the fabric. Okay. Very nice. But you know the copy fabric also available in the market. Mm. I don't want to uh, call a name of the any fabric but uh, a lot of the you know the copy fabric is available in the market. If I'm just looking if I'm in a shop and I'm looking at uh I'm looking to to purchase 100% cashmere because I'm going to the UK. Yeah. And I touch and feel the fabric. How can I tell if it's real or fake? Yeah, so you, you can touch and you can feel the fabric that, that definitely you will know this is good and this is not good. Is the do you have something that is good and not good there? Maybe I can feel. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to try to feel and maybe uh we're going to guess if it's real or fake. I'm not enough experienced in this to know, but um I'll, I'll let you guys know that that when I'm touching it what I'm feeling and what is the difference. Okay. So maybe you can show me is is not very very uh, good one this one, but this is definitely very nice. So this one is not 100% cashmere. No. Okay, so what would the mix of that be? Are you allowed to explain? So some some polyester also. Polyester? Maybe. What yeah. percentage do you think of this? 40, 40 or 30%. Cashmere? Yeah, something like okay. that. Okay, and this is 100? Uh, this is the also mixture, but the, the silk and the cashmere with the spandex, this one. Three oh. mixture in this one. Okay, are any of these 100% cashmere? Yeah, we have this one. Okay, so first we're looking, this is the cheaper quality, yeah? Yeah. Okay, how much, um, now you go into the shop, what is the real price like uh, for, let's say, a, a suit made yeah, of this in, material? In this one, about uh, 4,000 baht is enough. Okay. About 4,000 baht. So we're looking at, oh, you can cut to me. We're looking at that. Again, if you're listening on audio, um, this is the first fabric. It's a white fabric. We're touching. I'm going to see if I can tell the difference on feel. Yeah, okay. Feel, yeah. And then all these are the same? No, that is not same. That That is a expensive, little bit expensive, that one. Okay. And this is like a cashmere... Yeah, cashmere silk and the spandex. The three mixture in this. Let's one. see. Yeah, I can note this is much more soft. Yeah, that one. And then <laughs> it's. I'm trying. I'm trying to give some advice of touching fabrics of what you could do. Okay, so I find this one here. Let's see if my hands are sticky. Well, customer, customer must uh, take the time and just. Yeah. See here, it's it's more difficult to rub my fingers. Yeah, yeah, but that but is this very one easy. What? Very easy. You can just feel that. Yeah, one. this one is. Uh, it, it's much more soft and Softer, silk, yeah. silky almost. Silky. So this is a, a mixture uh, of of mostly cashmere three, and three mixer. Yeah. Okay. So we're talking this the cheaper material here. We're looking at here. It's going to cost you about four thousand baht a suit. Yeah, and then yeah. this one here. What do you What do you think? It's about uh, six thousand to seven thousand. That one. It depends on the lining also inside because uh, interface lining, uh, pasting lining. Yeah. Must be also very good. This one has lining? Yeah, inside. Ah, yeah. See, I don't know. I'm just asking quite th These questions are for you guys because um, uh, well, I go in these shops, I don't have any idea. But that's why I trust Mike and I work with him. He just get, tells me what to do. So the workmanship is very important. And the, if the inside interface lining is not good, so no worth, you know? Yeah. And you can check your lining. is a top quality lining. This is the best. I feel great. It's not itchy too. Yeah, this is important, right? Like something like this might be a bit itchy. Yeah, so so this all the things prices depend on the, you know the quality and the workmanship and the the material what they are putting in the suit. And also how fat the person is. Yeah, I mean if the <laughs> if if someone is much double my size, how does that affect the price? Maybe twenty percent more or double? About forty uh, percent more. Depending on how fat you are. Okay, so again, 
uh, save money, lose weight yes, here. Just, just we need to use more material. That's it. <laughs> do you do you you look them up? You, I guess you're measuring to know how much material, yeah, and you're making manufacturing is the same. So th this is why last time I did a suit, this one's got to be more expensive because I put on ten kilo. <laughs> so we got to use more material now. Um, no, okay. you that size. That size was uh, you know the slim size. Yeah. Before. Yeah, I don't know. Now you know I'm over. No more slim size. Okay, let's check. Now this material is the best. Yeah, this this is a cashmere wool actually. So definitely this is a more expensive. Okay, so let's take. I just want to see the diff. I want to see the difference in quality. Now, you can tell too. It looks better. I I don't know if I can. It's it's hard to show the audience because we can't really zoom in. Yeah, it's not a big piece actually. Here we go. That one, yeah. So this one. This is the more expensive one. Uh, the one on the the right. This is what percentage of cashmere is this? That, that is a, a ninety percent cashmere in that one. Ninety percent. Ninety percent. Okay. Well, wait a second. And you said this one on the left is about 40, 50 percent with a mix. Sixty percent. Sixty percent. Now you you are wearing this this quality, not this one. Okay, we're gonna come to my suit in a second. What I'm wearing, I'm just gonna hold these up and explain a little bit about the difference. So originally, the one on the floor, it's kind of a, a mix, and this was about four thousand baht a suit. This one on the the left, it's sixty percent cashmere. You're talking that's about six seven seven thousand seven thousand, and this quality. What are we talking? Yeah, it's, it's about. Uh, uh, 10 plus 10 plus 1000 yeah. uh, and again this is more for people that are you don't need this in thailand no because it it's going to be quite yeah, just just for the europa you know the uh, okay winter places okay. Yeah. okay so let us know if you also have questions uh, leave them in the comments i'll send mike when we're done with this podcast and it's launched mike will have the link to the podcast what we can do as well anyone that has questions that i'm not asking because again we don't have all the time in the world we're trying to keep this under 45 minutes or so um people leave your questions in the comments for mike you can go onto the channel and you can talk to them okay uh let them know where to find you how to connect with you and we'll explain that a bit later as well um okay so next let's talk about uh my, the what i'm wearing yeah this one and maybe people are asking oh this is a, a sales uh podcast for my suit not at all i just thought it was actually interesting i was in um uh, getting fitted and to be honest i felt like I'm the same with cars. I have no idea what's going on. Just, you know, please don't rip me off and show give me the best service. And that's what, why I work with Mike. Mike, he's there to kind of, you know, help you and direct you. You don't have to ask too many questions. But at least if you're not able to visit Mike and you're in Bangkok or Chiang Mai or somewhere, uh, we can educate you just on a few of those questions so you know what you're doing and what you feel. So this product here, uh, what are we working with? This one is uh, your, your quality. Okay. Yeah. It's a mix of... Mix up the two mix, the silk and the cashmere in this one, two okay. mixer, yeah. Because we have to mix two because we cannot use the 100%, no, it's too hot. Yeah. And and this one, it costs, what was the price, 8,000? 8,500 8, baht. 8,500 baht. Yes. To give you an idea that, uh, I'm telling you, the, the feel, everything's great. It's not itchy. Um, I didn't do it fitted because I'm too fat, so... But it feels great, like it, it's. And I did a I did a suit with you maybe three five years ago. Five years ago. Five yeah. years ago, and that one's great. Um, that time I made for you, I think three. Uh, I have the sh I have the shirts here. Not a chance. I'm getting these. <laughs> this this button, everything would just be popped out now. Um, and and you can feel that the quality it's great as well. And what I liked, especially with your shirts, we have so many options for patterns. I'm so used to wearing white plain yeah. shirts. This is great. Um, hopefully we're not boring anyone too much on this. Uh, the material also. Okay. This, this, 
this change every uh, three months, six months, so they can get the new new Python. Yes. The and what what are, what is this we're dealing with? So this for the shirt. Yeah. This oh this is for the shirt material. What's great about that is we'll go to kind of the the whites were at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. They you have all these different oh it's not going to show on camera. Anyways, I'll try to show, show some patterns. You have all these different patterns. What I was thinking to do so I'm going to train for three months. Okay. I got to lose some weight, tighten and it up a bit. And I think I have a plan. I want to do a full wardrobe, sh shirts, uh, uh, shorts, especially stuff for the for golf. For me, I mean, I do so many squats. My legs, I'm just jacked. I'm massive. I mean, I need duct tape. I'm absolutely ripped. No, I'm not. I'm joking. Um, but I think for people like myself that are lifting a bit heavier in the gym, I cannot find any clothes in thailand that fit well even if i go to buy shorts yeah maybe they fit on the waist but the legs are too yeah, tight, too tight yeah. and then i wash them and uh, nothing fits I, I just end up donating my wardrobe most of the year so i think next give me three months i'm gonna get back in shape a little bit oh, better I hope so hope so then, then, then i can make well, well what i think i do is i work out for three months then i get fat for a month and that's probably my real shape I think okay. I think the biggest mistake you can make is get in perfect shape for three months. Go get fitted, get all your clothing, because the reality is in one month this is not gonna. <laughs> you're still not gonna be that person. Um, but I, I'm thinking, especially for golf shorts, golf shirts, um, even short sleeve shirts like this. Uh, some maybe some casual wear that you can wear to the the beach clubs or going out to to for for dinner something things are that are more lighter but not too formal you have a whole magazine in there and and and, and i'm not a fashion person but you know just going with your girlfriend or your wife and she can pick a bunch of stuff and yeah. i think it's good to go okay um that that's the technical side i hope we'll probably make that a clip i hope people found some value in that and they have the right questions to ask when they go in now yeah. Let's let's talk about. Just they, uh, they should look about about the uh, about uh, uh, reputed place. They they can know they they could know about these things where they they can go for the suits right, but don't go you know the hooking on the people that go inside and buying the cheap suits that is not good anyway. What what are they doing? Are they bringing you off the street because that person's going to get a commission and yeah. they want to sell you a cheaper quality so they get more commission? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like this. Um, we're going to explain how do you find reputable, reputable um, uh, tailors in Thailand because, again, we only got Mike here. Well, there, there's probably many in Phuket. We're not saying that. Uh, Mike's in Kamala, so you can check them out there. But if you're in Bangkok or Chiang Mai or Koh Samui, we're going to explain exactly what is the best process to find the right tailors in those locations. But before I do that, I'm going to do a quick shout out to Five Star Marine. Five Star Marine is the sponsor of this podcast. They make this happen. They pay for all this production. Um, so a huge thanks to Five Star Marine. They are a private speedboat tour on the island of Phuket. So if you're looking to charter a boat and customize your own tour, they're the ones to work with. Otherwise, you're working with these speedboat tour companies that are essentially taking you to where all the other tourists are. It's a bit of a nightmare. So if you want those Instagram pictures where everyone's leaving you alone, and more importantly, allow to choose where do you want to go for the for the day check them out that's five star marine link in the description or you can check them out on facebook at five star marine phuket okay we're going to come right back to what we were discussing 
Um, if I'm in Koh Samui and I need to find a reputable tailor in Koh Samui, what's the process? What should I do to make sure I'm working with the best? You can, you can uh, read about the tailors on the Google page or uh, TripAdvisor page. And definitely you will know. Yeah. So like you were saying, generally TripAdvisor is a pretty good source. Yes. Uh, especially just following the reviews. Yeah. But are there many companies in Phuket or Thailand that fake the yeah. reviews? Yeah. So they, they must uh, be aware about this also. How, how do you know? Are you able to read them or what? Is there a way to know, okay, that's a lot of fake reviews? Customer, uh, you know, they're clever than us. So mm. they, can, they can know about, uh, you know, the, if they read, so many things they can catch there, you know, the bugs, that the same words, same things using many places. Yeah, so there you go. So, so make sorry. sure the reviews are legit as yeah. well. If they're written by the customer, definitely that is a different tone. Gotcha. Yeah. When a customer comes in to purchase a suit, and especially you're going to have different experienced customers. The guy that has bought 50 suits and he knows what to do. Then you have this idiot that comes in. Doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, sure. I've already got my pants off. Yeah, just what you know, fit me. What what are some of the questions maybe I should be asking if I am inexperienced to make sure I'm getting what I need? Yeah. Should I like should I be asking about the budget? Should I be asking about the quality? What 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 should I ask you first? Ask, ask you about the budget and the quality also. Making good quality but in budget. Yeah, and this I find is most important that when, I, when you work with reputable tailors, all you need to tell them is your budget and your quality, and they're yeah. going to make sure you get what you need. Don't, don't go on very cheap anyway. Yeah. So definitely that will be very nice. Mm. But if you are just thinking about the cheap things, so the, they, are the, uh, they are there for the, you know, the, for the profit, for the business. Do you get many customers, they come in and they try to negotiate with you? Definitely. What so many? Customers. Where are they usually from? And uh, I mean, I'm I'm gonna. So you know the Scandinavian people definitely they come and. Uh, Scandinavian. Scandinavian. Oh hey, I would I would have said Russians, but hey, sorry, don't shoot me, Russians. Yeah. So so you get the Swedish and the Finnish people. They're driving the price down. Well, they they bargain a lot. You Scandinavian. You know what? It's it's all all Swedish, no Finnish. No, <laughs> they're very good, but they they <laughs> like to bargain. Yeah, there we go. They yeah. like to bargain yeah. and. Now, that's the thing. As a tailor, when they're bargain, bargaining with you, you can be like, okay, cool. You, you want to bargain? I would just give you a cheaper quality. Yeah, that's what I say. So, so and you I, explain that to them, and do they understand? or is it, do, understand. Do, do you ever have, have you ever had a real issue with a customer where it's just a nightmare? Some people are very nice. They understand very quickly, but some, they, you know. Drive you crazy. Yeah. Okay. So can you t share a story? A story? <laughs> Tell us your worst experience with dealing with a customer. Some sometimes people enter in the shop and they say, "I want very cheap suit because I'm in Thailand." You see, so I say cheap means so three thousand, uh, three thousand, four thousand baht. Okay, and but the size, your size, and what what kind of material you want? They don't know. I want only cheap. And sometimes I saw people, they come, okay, if I use two, three times, then it's okay, I will throw. Mm. <laughs> so so sometimes I say, I don't have that kind of the fabric. So if you are starting from the 5,000 watt, it's okay, I can make for you. Okay. Yeah. But there's many shops, but usually I'm guessing a lot of these shops are probably in Patong, where they are selling the cheaper fabric. Definitely. You send them there, you say, hey, if you want something cheap, you're going to just go to Patong or something. Yeah. But uh, people, those who are... Pushing people inside. Yeah, that's so, that's how it's worked. Yeah, they will sell. Have, have you ever had customers that got angry with you? 
No, no, never, never at that level. If, if if someone is not like so, I say okay, then you can find out. Yeah, take a hike. Other other place. No. Yeah. So how may how would you say that in in yeah. now? You're are you speaking? Are you speaking Hindi? And then you must speak. A, do you have another language you speak? That's native. Thai. Thai. Uh, I'm living here, so Hindi is my native language. Yeah. And the Thai is my second, and then. With the customer in English, but do you, do you have a third language? Because usually in India, India is kind of like I explained. Like in China, I lived in China. Yeah. Everybody has to speak Mandarin, but they also have another language depending where they come from. In India, so many languages. Yeah, is there one you have another language in India yeah. that, that you speak? What is that? That is Bhojpuri. Okay, my local language. See, that's what I'm saying. There's always there's always so, the local language. So many language. If you go hundred kilometer, yes. then the language will change. Yeah. In India, yeah, yeah, and same in China. People don't realize that all over China, from the south to the north, they every region also has their own languages as well. As well. Anyways, we won't go too much into that. Let's talk about the the. They're not sorry, not scams, but let's explain to people that are not aware of what this is. The tuk tuk drivers in Bangkok yeah. that are driving pe people to the tailors. What is this process? They tell you, hey. Um, I'll give you a free tuk-tuk ride to your hotel after, but first, let me take you to a tailor. Um, and then you go in, and they're going to get a uh, like a coupon, maybe a hundred baht from the tailor. Yeah, something like but the person that. doesn't even need to buy it. They just need to take them there. Can you talk about that story? Yeah, just they want the customer, and the tuk-tuk driver, they can get, as you said, the hundred baht, something like that. And nothing more. Who pays them? There is the management. Like the shop? Yeah. Do they actually give them a hundred baht? Hundred water. Sometimes give, they give some drinks. That's it. Yeah, because most of the time, uh, like a backpacker, he can be like, "Okay, I got no money. I need to. <laughs> yeah, I need they, to get around the city of Bangkok." They use the tuk tuk. Right. Yeah. And they just go shop to shop. So many. Right. Yeah. Can you see now? He, I don't think it happens in Phuket. When you were living in Bangkok, could you see the backpacker that came in that you're like, "This is bullshit." He just wants a free tuk tuk. Can you? Could you tell that's no, no, no? This guy doesn't want a suit. When they come in uh, with the backpack, so you you will know they are not coming here to buy the suits. But you still give the hundred baht to the tuk tuk guy. <laughs> I'm not sure because I yeah, never you know never use that things. But I heard that tuk tuk driver can get uh, you know sometimes some uh, drinks or some hundred baht something like that. Yeah, uh, nothing more. So yeah, again, this is if you want to get around the city of Bangkok um, and you are backpacking, this is a way to do it for free. Just use tuk tuks. Take you. They so, get their hundred. They'll take you somewhere else. Backpackers do. Exactly they do what this. Saying, this yeah. little trick. Yeah. <laughs> very very interesting. Um, on your on your side, do you see yourself continuing in this business for the rest of your life? What's your plan? Yeah, I I I'm still doing, and in future uh, I will keep it on. Mm. Yeah, because uh, this is my previous job. And now your son's coming back. Uh, with his wife and he'll be running the kitchen so yeah. let's talk about that um you're also running a, a very popular indian kitchen yeah. this is in camilla by the radisson hotel right yeah just the uh, entrance of the radisson the uh, kitchen uh, my indian restaurant name is the same indian restaurant mm. yeah and it's it's you're doing all types of indian food yeah dal biryani everything chana masala all, all everything food, yeah from the, okay, but is there a famous, more popular dish from your hometown? As, uh, <clears throat> vegetarian or non-vegetarian? Any you can tell us. Yeah. Chicken curry is very famous. From where you're originally from? 
yeah the chicken curry for the non vegetarian but uh, for the vegetarian dal elo dal mm. yeah dal fries are uh, yeah dal makhani also very nice mm. yeah interesting okay so we'll have to check that out as well um now what we were talking about your shop this is going to take another direction uh how sorry one sec how are we on time 30 minute it's more than 30 minutes Okay, so we'll go, we're going to touch upon one more point. I think this is very interesting. Um, like I said, many tourists or people even living in Thailand, they don't realize that Indians, they uh, have been here for hundreds of years. More than. And many of them have Thai residency. Yeah. You're working on your Thai residency and you're about to get it as well. Can you talk about how difficult that was and what you had to do to get it? It's quite difficult to get the Thai residency, but uh, if you paying the taxes, everything, your company is on proper way, you can apply. As I applied already. Do you have to be here for like 10 years or can I be no, here for after, one year? After three years, if you are using work permit and uh, paying taxes properly and uh, your visa is a non-immigrant visa, something like that. So you can apply after three years for the residence permit. And if you can use that things, uh, uh, your uh, residence permit five years, then you are eligible to apply for Thai citizenship. Are you applying for Thai citizenship? I, I applied already. Okay, and that's so. The first part is residency. Now you you have your work if, permit. If you're Thai wife, then you don't need to the Thai residency. If you have it, uh, okay. Thai wife, then you can uh, apply straight for the Thai citizenship. You, and you have Thai wife. Yeah. So you didn't have to do the residency part. Okay, so if not, people... Now, if you don't have a Thai wife, if you have a business, you can work three years, you apply for your residency, five years later, you could apply for your Thai passport. Yeah, you can apply, apply for the citizenship. Yeah. Can you have dual passport in Thailand? No. Or you have to give India, up your... In India, uh, not accept the dual citizenship. If, if I get the Thai citizenship, then I have to surrender my passport to the Indian embassy. Is that what you'll do? Yeah, Bill, okay. I, I, I didn't accept this still. Yeah. I have to uh, receive the nationality, but they will call me after some time. Was that difficult for you, a difficult decision? It's not not difficult decision because I, I live all my life in Thailand, so better change. Mm. And the testing to get Thai citizenship, to get Thai citizenship, you told me you have to sing the national anthem. What else is involved in the test? Yeah, so they say... Do you do you know the national anthem? So yeah, you have to sing the national anthem. Yeah, and some questions are there. Can you sing it? Yeah, I can sing it, but uh, no, not no. right now. No, <laughs> maybe after we'll tell them the yeah. cameras off and we'll uh, we'll get them singing the national anthem. What? Um, and do you have to take a written in, and uh, a reading test? Not writing test, but they ask a lot of the question. Uh, more verbal. Yeah. Um, All the verbals. Yeah. Okay, but do you have to you have to write the Thai. You have to write the Thai. Yeah. How um, how much? Like, can you go into detail? Like, what do you mean, write the Thai? Like, what is your name? Do your, you yeah, like just your name or something like that? Not not yeah. too difficult. Not too difficult. Yeah, but uh, if you read much better, so I can read also. Okay, but your writing is so so, or your reading? Yeah, writing so so, but uh, yeah. Your reading. I, I can read all the Thai, but I don't understand some words in that one. What does it mean? How did you learn Thai um, for for reading and a little bit of writing? How did you d 
what was the process when when i was in bangkok i have many relatives there so they are thai and they say why you don't uh, uh, read the thai so they brought up some books and <laughs> they gave me and i started to uh, learn thai were they educational books like yeah, educational trying books, trying yeah. to teach you to write yeah. thai how long did it actually take you till you were like very comfortable i, I was not very serious no? so when i have time then i read and i, I practice that's it did it you're talking this took 5 years 6 years yeah it depend on maybe 6 month you can learn if you are uh, very much uh, eager for the thai then then you start writing on reading every day maybe 6 month or 1 year but because you're indian i i think it's also maybe a little bit easier for you because of the san- sanskrit yeah, it's sanskrit. very sim- like it came I, from the pali it, it, it this this writing style actually originates from india right sans sans sanskrit sans- yeah sanskrit pali is the sanskrit uh, different version of the sanskrit yeah. yeah so for someone like myself or even a russian or chinese it's a bit more difficult because it's not it's not like a writing style that we're native to either yeah Okay um I th- I hope we asked a lot of questions we tried to focus more for you guys in understanding these questions when you're going into a tailor what to look out for and talking about tuk tuk drivers and all that uh I'm going to let the camera kick over to Mike and he's going to look directly into the audi- audience and if you can just let everyone know where they can find you in Camilla and uh, your website or how to find you on TripAdvisor so cut over to it's the big camera right there you can stare into that Hi hi everyone uh, if you are looking for the suit just come to the Kamla uh, I am just entrance of the Radisson Hotel Kamla and my address is 100 Oblig 19 uh, move on 3 and uh, 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 street number 12 and the website uh, my website is www.samtailors.com cm tailors samtailor.com s i a m s h y a m s i a m t a i l o r s y a m t a i l o r dot com taylor or taylors taylor taylor cm taylor cm taylor dot com i'll put the link in the description hey that's that's a when did you buy that domain that's a pretty good domain yeah it uh, it is about um 10 years ago 10 years ago uh, because you're using the word cm thailand cm taylor and taylor uh This I bet you your domain is worth a lot of money. You got to protect that. Make sure you keep it up to date. Do you watch you watch that closely? Yeah. Meaning so someone, you know how sometimes they can expire and someone can just buy one? Yeah, so the before it was Sam Taylor's before 10 years ago. And someone, somebody somebody see? took that. Yeah, mother. CM Taylor's and uh okay, well we'll end that there. Uh, oh, fun interesting fact. Fun fact. Uh, I've been reading a lot of Thai history. The word CM, which is Thailand, it actually is comes from Chinese. and it comes from a word in chinese called xian x i a n which is yeah. everyone, everyone knows xian is terracotta warriors up in china so the whole word siam in thailand and how we say siam and you know siam yeah, so the thailand is also siam country you know? yeah, and siam reap yeah. in cambodia so that how that all connects together but originally uh the the word itself came, came from china which is xian so okay we can clip and cut that there there's some fun facts for for the day Um oh before we end it there um we will we'll give you some mushrooms do you do you do have you ever have you heard about lion's mane mushrooms or yes but i never use that okay well, we'll give you I'm going to use we'll we'll drug you up on the way out don't worry 
This stuff is good for you. Not psychedelic. It's all great. Well, we probably said something in the intro anyway. So um, anyways, if you haven't checked us out, we're number one in Thailand with uh, medicinal mushrooms, functional mushrooms, lion's mane, reishi, cordyceps, all that. Another great episode with Mike. Uh, let us know in the comments what you think. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and we are out. <laughs>